0: Welcome to The Global Marketing Show, the podcast for all things international business. I'm your host, Wendy Pease, President of Rapport International and a translation expert. Come along with me today as we talk to an expert in the global marketing world about facing their biggest fears, hearing about mistakes they made or saw, discussing best practices, and sharing fun travel language and culture stories. Welcome to a special edition of the Global Marketing Show. Today, host Wendy Pease conducts an on-the-spot interview with an attendee of the XIM Conference in Washington, DC, that was held in December of 2022. The XIM Conference is an opportunity for attendees to learn about the Export-Import Bank of the United States' financing tools, as well as network and explore opportunities for global exporting with other attendees and vendors. We hope you enjoy today's guest and keep listening for more episodes from this amazing conference. Welcome to another episode of the Global Marketing Show. This is another episode in the series that we're recording at the XM Conference in Washington, D.C. Next, we are talking to somebody who just got awarded the SBA Exporter of the Year in 2022 he's in a lot of leadership committees he is a goldman Sachs 10ksb grad he's a who's who marquee member he's volunteers for a lot of things so Onondon eddie jagu welcome and i hear we should call you eddie so people can find you on social media (laughs) welcome eddie
1: yeah thank you thank you for the opportunity you gave me to you know give a little bit explain a little bit what my business is doing to people so that they can reach out to us. So thank you for the opportunity.
0: Oh, it is my pleasure. It is yeah. always so exciting to interview exporters to hear what they're doing. So why don't you tell us about your business?
1: Okay, first, my first name is Ognadon and the last name is Jegu. So people call me Eddie all the time because it's kind of a simple for them. And I was born and raised in Africa and then I came in U.S. in 2011 and then so when I came in U.S. you know my country was a French country so I came in U.S. you you have to learn a little bit of English so I take classes so this is how I started my junior, you know, as uh, America. American. So after one year of, you know, ESL, uh, English, uh, second language, I understand how to speak uh, clearly, you know, and I take a full-time job. This is how my journey started with, you know, U.S. Before that, let me tell you that I have my bachelor's degree in marketing management in my country before I have the opportunity to come here. Yeah, so my business name is Jagu Export LLC. So we started in 2017 and in January. So it's about six years now, so that we take ownership or career to, for the goal is to support, you know, the community that I'm located in Mascantine, the state of Iowa. So, and then the next goal is to reach out to the world, what we are selling in our local market.
0: Okay, so let's go back to, you came to the United States, was it to learn English or is that what brought you here?
1: You know, I feel lucky. People ask me most of the time why, you know, Jagu or Eddie, you come in U.S. I, I win the lottery visa. It's a program called Diversity Program, initiated by the Congress, so that every year, the government selects about 15,000 people. They come to U.S. legally. So this is how I was selected. You know, I played that by, you know, fill out the application. So millions of people playing that game, but if you win, you're gonna follow the process with the embassy and then they will bring you to U.S. So this is how I came into U.S. And when I came in, you know, my dream changed, you know.
0: (laughs) So, and then did you move? directly
1: to Iowa? Yeah. First, I stay in Illinois. Illinois is my first you know, state that I, I, I came. And then after, what is the reason I located in Iowa? Because I'm looking for a job. And uh, you know, when you come in, you don't know anybody, you don't have a family here, so you have to survive. So I take like a two-year you know, to full-time job and, you know, and establish myself, and then they call integration, Integration, you know, be part of the community, so English, work, and then know people how to apply for the job, you know, even if your you're green card or your ID, whatever, you have to be part of that So before you can. Uh, starting workings for any, you know, business. So this is how my journey started, yeah, in 2012 and 2013.
0: Yeah, so in a prior episode of the Global Marketing Show, we did talk to somebody about the kinds of visas that you can come in on, but I never knew there was a diversity lottery visa to come in on, and it sounds like they pick very educated diverse people to come. Is it mostly BIPOC people that would come in?
1: Yes. That program I, I think most of people don't know that. That yeah. yeah. Because in my country almost a million, one million to two million people playing that but the government shows like a hundred or two hundred people. So this is how, you know my name came out, and you know
0: that was my lucky day that time. Wow! <laughs> so from Togo, yeah, West Africa, Africa to
1: and then, uh, uh, Illinois, Illinois they... and moved to Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. Okay.
0: So the other thing that I've I've observed through, you know, running a translation company, Rapport International, who's the sponsor of the co- podcast, yeah. and doing this podcast is that a lot of heads of global businesses or exporters, entrepreneurs who are doing global work actually come from another country. Right. So you come in here, you're motivated, what mo- got you to start the, the business and get into exporting?
1: Okay, yeah, so in 2015, when I located in, in Iowa, the city of Mascotene, What is the main thing that drives me to entrepreneurship is I saw a lot of people basically in the local community they drive like one hour to go to other cities and get the goods that they need. So drive like one hour, because Mass County is just a local community so they don't find the right product that they need because the people seem like, oh you know, They have only Walmart there, but you know, we African or other type of, like Chinese food, those things are not in the city. So I say, oh, you know, why not to have a shopping here so that the people come in and, you know, buy the thing that they need instead of driving to go one hour or two hours, so save them the mileage. So this is how I have the idea and you know,
0: put so everything. this is to put like a a, a store a in store, Iowa yeah, a store. with international in products. Product,
1: yes. Yes. So this is how I have my store, and then uh, in 2016-17 we started. I started, you know, but keep my own job, and you know, people come and spread the word and let people know that uh, you know there is a new store here, you know, come and show. So this is how my vision comes, because I find a problem in the community, yeah.
0: Okay, and so that that meant you were more of an importer. Importer,
1: yes. Yes. So basically, the good chance is I got a supplier in Chicago, so I don't need to go to outside and then bring the goods. Oh. Yeah, so I got a supplier in Chicago that, you know, just call him and send the driver and then they brought me the food that we need and you know so this is how you know I I started yeah okay
0: so just off on a tangent what products did you miss from Togo when you moved here? <laughs>
1: <laughs> One product they call fufu. Oh, fufu, yeah. yeah. So people like fufu a lot, so those are the things that I miss.
0: So I've had fufu uh, before, but why don't you tell our audience what fufu <laughs> is? <laughs>
1: okay, so fufu is, is a yam, a powder. So you mix with water, like after five or ten minutes, you mix them together and then uh, they come a uh, little, you know, compact and strong. And so you can just uh, make a susu, a full soup. That could be uh, any type of a soup that you want, but uh, you take the fufu and then uh, eat with that. So it, it came from yam anyway, yeah.
0: Wait, so the fufu that I had was like a big, puffy, almost like bread. Yeah. 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 So that's what it is. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm happy that you got a chance to, you know, taste it and see how Fufu looked like. (laughs) Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was
0: good. I actually ate it in Minnesota. Oh,
1: wow, yeah. Yeah. Minnesota was, you know, it's a great uh, uh, state for, you know, uh, international uh, community or, you know, African people. Because I know a lot of people from Liberia, they are living in uh, Minnesota, Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. Okay, so you start the store and you're you have a supplier that's bringing goods in you're mm-hmm. selling it mm-hmm. okay so how did you get into exporting that okay so
1: finally what happened is when we have the store i got a relationship in africa so this is how the global market started yeah have a friend in africa ghana nigeria Cote d'Ivoire. they say oh you know Uh, Why not to send uh, one package of rice to us so we can try and eat and see how the rice, U.S. rice, look like. Yeah. Ah. So I told them, okay, you pay me $5 or $10 for the shipment or, you know, the good price is, you know, $20. So they wire me the money and then I send uh, the product to them. So, 17, 18, 19. I started with just a small package, you know, put in the little package and sent to them. We put in a little package and sent to them. But starting by 2020, we begin by a container.
0: Wow! Yeah. So fairly quickly, yeah. people started demanding. Yeah, demanding,
1: the- uh, you know, and asking, uh, you know, why not to have the rice, why not to have the meat. We want the sugar. We want the other type of ingredient you have. So, this okay, is okay. So you have,
0: have rice. Yeah, sugar.
1: Milk. Yeah, we have a seafood like a chicken. We have a fish like a tilapia. So that is my store. You know the, and then we have those type of snack. You know like chocolate or whatever. You know, in the store. So people like that, and they see oh, you know. We want that, we want that, we want that. We want two of the, three of day, four of the. So this is how my export journey just started because there is opportunity outside. So before that, I travel. If you go to my website, uh, jagu.com, d-j-a-a-g-o-u-a.com.
0: Wait, so, say that slower so people get it.
1: <laughs> D- okay, D J A G O U spacea.gov dot sorry. so.com. So, yeah. yeah, so when you go and to we'll that... And we'll put it
0: in the show notes, yeah. too.
1: So, yeah. So, when you go to that website, you will see that, you know, in 2020 and 2021, I went to Africa to go to different city and country to meet with people who want to buy a larger quantity of the product. Yeah. So, that means that the distributor, importer, companies, small business, and I have a little connection with them and ask them what they really need in the U.S. that my company can bring to them. So I, you know, take a look of all the order mm-hmm. that they're looking for. I say, oh, this is, you know, big, big, big business. So I came back and, you know, starting doing that now.
0: That's fantastic, yeah. so do you still have your store? Yeah, I still have
1: the store. Yeah. So you got
0: an import-export export, thing going yeah, right from right, there. Yeah, yeah. Now, the the target audience or the target market is very different. I mean, you're selling to consumers the for consumer, the import. yeah.
1: And then we have other, uh, the, the other part is the export side. And then we deal with a business. So it's a B2B, B2C. And sometimes B2G, business to government, and business to business, and business to consumer.
0: So how do you do your global marketing, or how do you get new clients internationally? Oh, uh,
1: yeah, that's a great. Uh, I got opportunity to work with the state of Iowa, the government. And when I received the award in 2022 this year, the government asked me to come, in, and then they give me a little resource from the Iowa State, like the website, design the website, I, I received a grant for that. Uh-huh. So to find an international buyer, they put me in a relationship with, for the U.S. Commercial Service. And also, you know, today is S.M. annual conference, so I have opportunity also to, to have some connection with SM SEM agent, you know, to give me little help with other markets.
0: Okay, and yes. so what does the XM Bank do for you? Like, how do they help you?
1: Oh, XM Bank, you know, have a different program. First, they have a export credit insurance side. The you have, they will help the foreign buyer as a credit, and then the second thing is they give us the buyer the money they need to buy the product from us. Okay. Yeah, and then also they have a different program could uh, match with uh, you know like a one-on-one, meeting with uh, other entity outside of US. Like in Ghana, they have a resource in Ghana. You know, people company in Ghana they do one-on-one, so that uh, could meet with uh, the other company in the other side so they could tell you what they need from U.S. and you can supply them.
0: So they've been, so the Accent Bank has been extremely helpful to you? Yep. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yep. Also the SBA program, a lot of SBA program. so I got a chance to qualify for that. And we received many grants from the government, you know, to, to translation translating the website.
0: Oh, you did? You got a step grant to do translation. Wonderful. Yes.
1: Yeah, to do the translation and then also to improve our website uh, Uh to more, you know, strong and, you know, have access to different uh, language. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so for any of the listeners that don't know, the, the state governments offer a step grant that you can apply for. You can for.
1: apply for it, yeah.
0: Yeah, for your website and for getting Google grants Google. to support.
1: Even sometimes if you want to do the trail show in other country, yeah. they can help you also. And also other program that I qualify is so they cover 50% of all your costs that you did outside of the U.S. Yeah. Like one of the buyers in outside, you have to ship like a sample to them. So maybe you ship like the sample cost you like a hundred, the government give you 50, you pay 50. So those kind of things that, you know, my business receive from, you know, to push the small business uh, keep pushing forward yeah
0: yeah yeah so if anybody's interested you can go to Rup- the website rapporttranslations.com yeah. Yeah. and go to the search button look for step grants and it yeah. will take you to a, the link of link. Your, yep. your state contact yeah. so yeah. that's so how did you originally hear about it
1: you know you know there is one thing that I find personally important when you are uh, Uh, you want to be successful in entrepreneurship is the passion for what you are doing yes so i have a passion so to learn more
0: Mm -hmm. you
1: see so you have to dig and see where the information are so even if somebody call me and say hey eddie there is uh, any, you know, webinar here, do you want to participate, You, I'm going there and learn from what the, they can say, you know, during that uh, session, so, you know, try many, many times so I get like, oh, you know, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, so there, there, there is uh, many resources out there for people, especially who want to be an entrepreneur or exporting or explorer, even if you have a product that... Uh, we want to explore the outside of the U.S., there is a lot of resources available for them.
0: Yeah, yeah, there is fantastic and that's, yeah. uh, it's great that yeah. you found out about it. Now, have you ever heard of Black and Global? It's uh, a organization founded by Melissa Muhammad because she had worked for the US government for 20 years. We just interviewed her on an earlier podcast and she started this company to help people access the resources for the government. But they have a, a whole big conference that's supporting other BIPOC, I guess black in particular, entrepreneurs. Okay. She's here today, okay. so.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. I definitely I will look into it, so to know them and you know, I I never heard about that but it's my first time so I think that will be an opportunity to see them and meet with them and see how they can continuously help me to
0: Yes, Yes. she's got global connections all over the world, so uh, I'll introduce you if we see each other at the conference, if not, I'll connect you. And you can listen to the earlier podcast about uh, uh, what she's, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, What recommendations do you have for other entrepreneurs that are thinking about exporting or want to get better?
1: You know, first when I started, I heard that, you know, from U.S. small business who, want, who own a business in the U.S., they seem it's very risky to export in. they think it's risky. So what I want to tell them is there is a lot of opportunity that the government has, especially with the SBA, that could help them succeed in export business. So do not look afraid for you know try something good and then also almost ninety five percent of customer they are outside of US.
0: Yes, great point.
1: Yeah. Ninety five percent of <laughs> consumer for US made they are outside of US. so that means that the story I heard about a lot of Company. They when they start in the export business, after two or three years, they grow tremendously. Yes. So that means that there is a lot of opportunity outside that can help them make money and sell big and you know and be profitable. Right. Yeah. So I will you know encourage them to try and then especially with the government support, they can you know succeed on that. Even if they don't know, they could ask a question. There's a SIM there, also a there. Even the the state, every state have a international trade, you know, office that could help them, mentoring them, and also, you know, government side program. You know, I was a part of that program for almost a three month. That was a very huge program. The, the Goldman Sachs the 10, 10, 10 KSB program, yes. That help you put in place uh, your group plan and then uh, know exactly what, how you can, you know, expand your, your your business outside of the U.S., yeah.
0: Yes, yes. Where can people reach you if they want to learn more?
1: Okay. First, my office number is uh, 563-277-8002, 563 uh, 5-6-3-2-7-7- 8002. You can reach out to me on the uh, Twitter and LinkedIn, Eddie Jagu, E-D-D-Y, and the last name is a D-J-A-G-O-U. D-J-A-G-O-U. G-O-U. So
0: yeah. Eddie Jagu. Jagu. Yeah. And on LinkedIn or Twitter.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. And you know I end with this question. I think you've been forewarned. What is your favorite foreign word? Fifth. <laughs> Faith. Faith.
1: Yeah. Faith. Have a
0: faith.
1: Have faith. Yeah. 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 No matter how, you know, the life look like, still have a faith. Don't lose your faith. Even if you start small, have a faith that it's going to grow one day. So keep working, no matter how things are getting worse or whatever. Because I know that entrepreneur journey is not easy like people thing. But it's, uh, you have to have a faith and keep working on that to make it successful so if i was the government you know give me that award in this year as a sport of the year because you know i make a hard work yeah Yeah, i make a hard work and i didn't give up on what i'm doing especially if you are immigrant entrepreneur we have a difficulty with accessing capital or whatever but you guys are born in the country, you guys have a lot of tremendous opportunity. So I wish you guys have a faith and you know keep pushing forward.
0: Yeah, thank you. Oh my gosh, that's such a heartwarming <laughs> word. It caught me off guard. But I really, yeah. really like that. Well, yeah. Eddie, thank you yeah. so much thank for you taking too. the thank time. Thank
1: you, Wendy. Thank you for the opportunity. And, you know, I really like your show. And, uh, you know, if I, you could invite me second time, I will be happy. Oh. Because uh, I have a lot of things to talk about. You know, you just, we just have dirty made yeah. So I don't know that uh, we're going to finish all today. So thank you for the opportunity. And uh, you know, may God bless you and keep you push forward. And especially supporting the small business like uh, you you are doing now. now.
0: Thank, Thank you so much, Thank Eddie. You it's much. been a pleasure, and we will definitely have Thank you back. You. Thank you. <laughs> That's a wrap for this session. A big thanks to you for listening to the Global Marketing Show. Hope you had just as much fun as I did. New sessions launch weekly on all places you find podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and of course on our website. If you know someone interested in this topic, please tell them about us. Au revoir for now.